Blog Talk Radio.
Um, but, you know, we use that to our advantage as much as we could because they didn't, you know, as as my co-lineman said, I'm a little scrappy. <laughs> so <laughs> just my, because my I'm um, fun, just because I'm fun size doesn't mean I'm too good. What's that? I said just because I'm fun size doesn't mean I can't get with you. Yeah, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. That's great. Yeah, so which positions do you like the most? Um, actually I like guard the most. Um, playing on the inside, you know, being able to double team and, you know, uh shut down the hole, you know. Um I I found I was nervous at first, but you know, once the season started, I, I found that I, I enjoy playing guard quite a bit. Gotcha. Gotcha. Look, got to play a little defensive end. What's that? A little defensive end and defensive tackle as well, right? Uh, yeah, I did play a little bit defensive end uh, when needed, and uh, you know, give the Twin Towers a break. Uh, my rookie <laughs> season, I actually ended up. Um, Originally, they started me at linebacker, but then ended up move, or started me at defensive end. So the whole preseason, I I practiced to play defensive end, and then they moved me to linebacker um, closer into the season. So um, wasn't new to the position. Um, so yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll just we'll, we'll see with, with the new blood coming in. We'll see, you know. Um, I want to, you know, try to be as well-rounded player as possible. Um, and so with the new blood coming in, we'll just I'm just willing to, to play wherever I'm needed or, you know, what fits best with, with the bigger scheme. Absolutely. I think uh, I think a lot of our girls from last year that are coming back this year are uh, probably excited to have a bunch of, of new players, um, you know, coming in. And uh, maybe we'll get to focus people in on one position a little bit more than we did last year. <laughs> All of you girls got to play, most, you know, play so many positions last year. Hard. All right. So, how did you find out about the Dallas Elite? Oh, you talking to Macadori now? Yeah. Can you hear me? Oh, okay. It kind of like fuzzied out for a second. Um, I found out through um, Karime, one of uh, the team players. She, I actually had met her um, through this combine tryout thing for um, a, a different football team, and it didn't get up and running. And so that was kind of a bummer because I was completely excited and ecstatic to just be able to play football as a female and then she had randomly sent me this text message. I'm sitting on my bed, and I was like, baby, I'm about to try out for the Dallas Elite team, you know. And you guys had already started the season. And she said, yeah, just come on out to practice because we're still accepting some players. And so I was able to go out there, and I didn't have anything with some cleats. And so I just walked out there so I could see what was going on, and I instantly fell in love. And... um it's just it's an amazing experience. Even when like you're playing, I've never played football ever. I've just always been on the sidelines watching, and to actually be out there on the field is just a illuminating experience. I'm um, I'm hooked for life, you know. So um, what what do you think? We're, we're definitely glad to hear that. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sold. Y'all got me. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> So what so what position did you play last year? Um, last year I was pretty much just free safety. Um, I didn't really I didn't really move around too much. I learned some of the plays for running back, but um, I wasn't really utilized. I almost got to be used as running back one time, and then uh, the game was over with one already. So <laughs> I got you. I got. You. You know, but um, I I really enjoyed it. Um, free safety, hands down. I know there's other positions, and I'm I'm kind of like Fields. I'll go wherever I'm needed, but um, I love free safety. I really love that position. You know, you can kind of see the whole field. I know I have a lot of work to do, but you know, got myself a little pick last year. 
you know, it was like yeah. three yards from getting me a touchdown. So that felt like yep. of a, you know. <laughs> so, and it's it's nice to you know hit not not like in a mean way because you know power to women, but it's nice to like hit somebody. It's fun. <laughs> oh yeah, there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that, Mag. You can you can yeah. do whatever you want. We love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was it was fun to watch you, uh, you know, jump in there in the middle, literally. Um, for those that don't know, Mac jumped right in the middle of the season and uh, instantly became a very important part of our defense. And uh, one of the things that's hard to teach people, and Bulldog can attest to this, but it's real hard to teach people to do what we call run the alley. And uh, Bulldog, why don't, you, why don't you talk about a little bit about what that means, what it means to run the alleys and, and make those plays. Well, Running the alley is uh, we need a mean ball hawking safety that ain't afraid to get up there and amongst all the big girls. And uh, Jack, Jack, Jacqueline definitely would do that. <laughs> I think yep, if there yeah. was a brick wall there, she probably would have ran into that too if we asked her to. Oh, um, yeah, Houston, Houston in the brick walls. I did that a few times. <laughs> and that's exactly what it felt like. <laughs> but, but in women's football, it's so heavily – a run game because you don't find a lot of women out there that can be strong quarterbacks in, the, in a passing game. So against most of these teams that are pure run, it makes no sense to have a safety that will just step back and watch and make the tackle 10 yards down the field. You know, you've got to have that knack for finding the ball and straight to it. You know, no waiting, no hesitating. Don't worry about what's coming at you, but you're going to go take care of it. And that's definitely what Matt provided for us last year. Yep. Yep. It was very little training. <laughs> yeah, that's and that was the natural, the natural fit there. We we kind of plugged her around a little bit and jumped right into free safety, and that was a that was a good fit for her. Uh, so between the so between the two of you there, um, you know, both of you mentioned the size of some of the players you're going against and those kind of things. I was curious uh, from your perception, what was the biggest team we played against? as far as the linemen and everybody that you guys were going against. Who do you think was the biggest team? Oh, Houston, hands down. As far as the biggest? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the biggest, as far as size-wise, yeah, I'd say Houston and Kansas City running a close second. Um, yeah. You know, being on the line, as far as strength, um, oh, Kansas City definitely, like the girl I was going up against, I can remember on the Kansas City game, the girl that they had covering me, we were both like, we almost done. Because <laughs> she was giving me a run for my money, and um, when we shook hands at the end of the game, once the game was over, she's just like, baby, you you were a little small, but you gave me a run for my money. So strength, uh, Kansas City, they, they packed some pouch. Yeah, it was kind of crazy because when we were watching the film, we didn't think they were all that big. And then I'm guessing, and I will tell you that once I saw the uh, one of the major films that we watched of Kansas City to get ready for them was the game they played against Minnesota. And uh, I saw Minnesota at the championship game, and they were a pretty good size. So, you know, we, what we were watching on that video, making it look like they were relatively, you know, a smaller team, all of a sudden – they showed up and they looked a lot bigger than than we were expecting. <laughs> yeah, like these are some girls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, Austin's Austin's never uh, been too much of a slouch when it comes to size on their on their line either. They tend to have some big old girls down there. Shoot, even their quarterback. On yeah. Austin. Yeah. yeah shoot, big. <laughs> So what um, what was your favorite thing about playing this last season? You can, Kristen, why don't you go first? Oh, let's see. Favorite thing about playing this last? Well, uh, I guess for me, you know, um, it was just a different feel for me because I didn't get a lot of playing time my rookie season, um, and then you know I I was with the organization. Um, my second season in a managerial position um, and, you know, helped keep the, the team running in that sense. But I still had the itch 
So when we won the championship in 2017, you know, I was just like, nope, I'm not done. Let me get back out. You know, let me suit up and get back on on the field. So for me, just being able um, to be that leader um, and, you know, I don't know everything there is to know about football uh, by far, but, you know, it's one thing watching it as a fan, but it's, you know, totally different um, as a player. So, but being able to, you know, suit back up and, and be one of the people that the rookies came to if they had questions or for motivation. And then, you know, for some, you know, although she wasn't a rookie, you know, um, our other guard, Amanda Morgan, you know, we had a nice little competition because I call her young buck and she calls me old lady. But, you know, we were having to do conditioning, you know, and run gassers and stuff, you know. She she was trying to keep up with this old lady. So, you know, just, you know, being able – being somebody that, that, that the younger players um, could look up to is, is what I enjoy the most. I got you. I got you. And what about you? What was your thing about playing last year? Um, I want to say that um, it comes down to camaraderie for me. Um. One one thing that, you know, I miss from being in the military is that, you know, and it's almost like you get out and you're in the civilian world, you come home, you've been gone for so long, it's like even people that you did know you really don't cook anymore. And then to be able to step on the field and have like a crap load of sisters all of a sudden now, you know, it it just feels like I'm back in, you know, some kind of union and it's definitely a movement and to see my nieces who are growing up, my daughter, and they're seeing us out here doing something that whenever I was younger, it was unheard of for a girl to do anything except for high kicks on the middle of the field during halftime, you know, to actually be a part of something like this. I'm, it's, it's invigorating, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a totally crazy feeling. Like I said, just stepping on the field, having these pads on, and just being a part of something, it's so much bigger, you know? And then even every time we messed it up in the middle, you know what I'm saying, you know, got with the other teams and, you know, prayed and talked about it, like, it's really a women's movement, you know, and it's going to be so much bigger than where we are right now. And just to be a, just to have a fraction of that, just a piece of it, it's it's a crazy feeling for me, you know. Absolutely. You know, you mentioned something you talked about, the, the sisterhood of the, you know, of the team members. Um, one thing that I've always noticed about, and it seems to be this way on every team I've ever been involved with, but the the BOGs, as we call them, the, the big old girls, um, tend to have this uh, unique bond. Um, and, you know, Field, you were a part of that last year. I know um, you got to experience that. What what did you think about that? What was uh, – how, how was that last year? Uh, it was awesome. It was awesome. Um, you know, we were small in numbers, um, but, you know, we we stuck together. And it's funny, you know, talking to some other team members outside of practice, um, you know, they're just like, I was like, you know, some of their concerns or whatever, you know, uh, it was just like, well, we don't have that problem, <laughs> you know. Uh, we really yep. were a well-blown machine, and, you know, even when we got new people into the fold, um, a little bit, you know, after the the, the, the or the season started, you know, we still, you know, they came right in and meshed, and um, we just had our own special language, and, and yeah, we that like I said, we we most of us had to play both sides of the ball at some point dur- during the season because there were so few of us. But I, I feel that that made us even stronger, you know. And yep. you know, you have some you have some players that are are glory hogs, um, somewhat. Uh, but I think for us, you know. Me as a starter, you know, and and I'm okay with, you know, hey, I need a break real quick. And, and the rookies came in, stepped up, applied everything that they had been taught, and, you know, they made some big plays too. So it was it was great being being part of the BLG. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I thought about something a minute ago, but one thing I've never asked uh, 
Bulldog at least out on these radio shows. Bulldog, how did you find out about women's football? Um, I had heard about women's football for a while, and being the big football nut I am, I kind of shocked myself I didn't play earlier in life. But I've actually found out we were playing a softball, and uh, our coach for the softball team went and joined the Dallas Rage and was telling us all about it. And, you know, it at first it hits you like, I can't do this because, like Kristen said, you know, you're older or your body's broken down compared to what it used to be. But until you get out there and you're like, screw it, and I'm going to go do it, you get out there and it, it doesn't take but the tryout to fall in love with it. And at that point, you haven't even hit anybody, so you just you just know it's coming. But uh, but it was through softball, and uh, that was I hate to age it, but that was in 2006. Um, <laughs> and another thing that kind of turned me off of it was when I first moved to this metroplex. I'm from a small country town with a stop sign. You know, we I lived in the middle of the metroplex, and they played in Allen. And I thought that was the other side of the world through the Metroplex. So I was like, I ain't going to drive all the way out there to play in a game. Need to know that's only like 20 miles, you know. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> so it took a little bit of convincing, you know. I think a lot of people do um, challenge themselves in thinking, well, I can't do it anymore, or I am in my 30s, or which most of the girls start playing in their 30s because that's when they find out about it, you know. And yeah. all I can say to anybody is don't try to talk yourself out of it. If it's something you've always thought about doing, take the, the leap and go and see if it's something you enjoy. Because I promise I haven't seen very many people that walked away from it and was like, no, this ain't for me. You know, and that that comes in from me playing and to me owning the team when Mike and Lynn left and seeing everybody from that point of view. So I've seen it from player, owner, and coach standpoint now. Um, and I feel like most of the, the ladies have the same opinion. You know, they, they all approach it the same way. And, you know, you just got to take that, that leap. And like Max said, you're going to love it the minute you walk onto it. I mean, and the the to touch on, like, your O-line, you know, I started off playing O-line. When I went to a tryout, they basically told us, if you weighed over 150 pounds, you go to that end. If you weigh under 150, you come to this end. And uh, so I started off on the O-line, and I'm with Fields. Guard is one of the fun places to play. But uh, when somebody got hurt, I got moved to middle linebacker. And that become what I love the most. But, you know, you may not think you can do it, but until you get out there, it's definitely a love something you never had a chance to do when you were younger, but wish we did. And a lot of these girls nowadays are going to have that opportunity while they're in their right ages. Um, but, yeah, and, uh, it's, funny. it's because uh, I was the freshman, you know, I, I teach freshman English here at Irving High School, and we played Castleberry um, High School. Our freshman did this evening. And, uh, I'm sitting there in the stands, and I'm just like, 65 has hips. Is that a girl? I'm like, turn around, turn around. And so finally the player turned around and was like, yep, it's a young lady. So um, just, you know, being being able to see, you know, young ladies actually play on high school teams now uh, when, when, you know, when I was in high school it was unheard of uh, is, is an exciting thing to see also. So to comment on that, Fields, I went to my niece, who is just now a teenager, to her uh, basketball games in Dallas down here, and I was asking multiple people what age these girls are because there's a lot of them that I'm like, oh, there's a defensive end, there's a uh, guard, <laughs> there's a tight end, and I'm like, man, I need to, I need to know how old these girls are because. They're going to love it. If they ever get a chance to play this, they're going to love it. <laughs> yeah. you know, I even go in, in restaurants now looking where I'm going to sit to see if I'm going to recruit that person or not. <laughs> yeah, I walked in. Uh, Lynn and I had gone to a restaurant. You know, For those who may not know, we live in Arkansas, and I was uh, 
going through Little Rock, and we know there's a team there in the Little Rock area. And it, you know, even though it's not our team anymore, we um, still look out for people in those areas, you know, to tell them to go look for, you know, check out these football teams. We walked into this uh, Genghis Grill and uh, in Little Rock, and I tell you, it was like recruiting heaven. If that Genghis Grill had been in Dallas, I would have recruited every single one of those girls as fast as I could. Um, it just it just looked like a bunch of football players in there. So I, uh, you know, I went I went up to every single one of them at one point, and I think I think Lynn almost annoyed the uh, the waitress that we had telling her about you know women's football and um, you know we just we just always spread the word about it wherever we're at, and you know because we want. The more people we have involved in women's football, the better off it's going to be for the entire sport. Um, right. You know, and it's, it's great to see, you know, right now we're in the middle of recruiting season, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about this in just a minute. But, uh, you know, we have our first tryout this Saturday. Um, some, of the, some of the new uh, potential players are probably listening in right now. And uh, I want them to, uh, you know, get an understanding – you know, from talking to Kristen here and talking to Jacqueline and and uh, and the Bulldog about you know how they found out about the sport and uh, the love that they have for it, that's great. You know what what I want you also to understand, and we'll talk a little bit about that now, is um, you know what to expect from this tryout, and you know I want to get a couple tips from the from the veterans on what what they should expect in the tryout and and uh, how that's going to work. So. Kristen, what do you if you had to give them any advice, any of the new players and any advice, what would that be? Um, let's see, it's Thursday, so if you have not been hydrating, we are in Texas. Hydrate yeah. at least a gallon of water over the next two days. Um, because you don't want to fall out from this Texas heat. But um in general, you know, you can just expect we're going to run through some basic, um, some basic drills to see, you know, what your agility levels are. Um, you know, having you run a forty yard to see, you know, how fast you are. Um, some, you know, things of that nature, just to see what your your basic understanding. Um, and uh, you know. Some people may be concerned, oh, well, I, I'm, I'm not in shape, I'm not fit. That's okay. We're trying to see what your basic skill level is, and, and we'll take care of the rest. You know, um, what I found, and it's funny, you know, with this sport, you know, I'm a pretty in shape person for the most part, um, but there's a certain amount of training that you have to do off season and during the season, it's a total different type of fit. So um, right now, you know, don't be nervous. Uh, just come out, and we're looking for what your basic um, agility skills are, um, and and things of that nature. Yep. Very good. Very good. So, do you, um, Kristen? Do you think that uh, as far as people coming out, you mentioned that you know. It's, you know, definitely physically challenging. Um, but do you think that anybody should be worried about coming out there? Or do you think oh. that um, there's a place for everybody out there? No, absolutely not. You know, um, because, again, you know, I did play flag football in in, in college. Um, and I was just like, well, I don't know the first thing about playing tackle football you don't need to know anything. All you need to do is be willing to work hard and have a coachable attitude, and you'll be taught the rest. Bottom line, the key thing to being a team, a cohesive team, is is being coachable. Um, so if you're coachable and you're willing to put in the work, then that's that's all you need to worry about coming out on Saturday. Absolutely. Not that I led you into that, but I was hoping that's exactly what you'd say. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I was I was not pre-coached on that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mac and Dory. Now, you're kind of in a unique situation because you really haven't been through a, well, at least through an elite tryout. 
right? You you basically came out onto the field and started practicing that, you know, in mid-season, right? Yeah. So so you're kind of going into this uh, first tryout, kind of going to see what, what it's all about to begin with here. Um, but that being said, what would you say they need to um, – start thinking about as they come to the tryout and and uh, what they should be looking forward to as being a part of the team? Well, I think that one, one thing that would be a good idea is besides drink water. That's like absolutely the high, high one. I agree with Fields on that one. But <laughs> being open and then also like, you know, go on YouTube, check out somebody, Google some of these teams and – look at a position, look at the different positions while you have time and just see what would be fun to you, you know, see what you might want to be at. Cause that's one thing I walked out there, you know, I don't know anything about football and they're like, well, what do you like? And I'm like, I don't know, you know, but it's, you know, being open, but then also, you know, you have a few days, it's only Thursday. So, you know, sit back, you know, turn, you know, go on Google or check out some YouTube and, you know, see what what position you think that you would want to learn more about, you know. That way the coaches can also have um, an idea of where, where your head is at, you know. And for all you know, you walk out there and your your athletic capabilities line up right with where they see you being at anyway. So that's, yep. I mean, that's what I suggest doing because, you know, I could be walking into this next season and I could be put somewhere else, you know. So being open and being um, willing to do what's best for the, the squad and where you can go, I think that's the most important thing, you know. Excellent. Excellent. So a common theme there, being open-minded and coachable. Um, yes. You know, it seems to be the, the the main theme on all of this. Bulldog, what what advice do you have for these girls that might be coming in to try out this weekend? Are you there, Bulldog? Yep, I'm here. Sorry, I had it on mute. Um, oh, I got you. <laughs> the, the big thing is being coachable and giving it 100%. You know, I, I don't know that I've ever truly cut somebody for not for uh, giving 100%, you know, and yep. – that's that's what I truly want to see is somebody that I know has the heart to do it, wants to do it, and wants to put everything they have into it. So, you know, um, definitely be drinking water because, you know, if you haven't been doing a lot of this athletic stuff lately and it being hot, you're going to definitely need to drink some water. But please don't let that also question whether or not you should be out there in the heat and all this. So, we will definitely make sure everything's taken care of in that aspect to not have anybody overheating and stuff like that. So, um, but just give it your all. That's, that's what I truly want. I want players uh, on whichever side of the ball I end up coaching to, to be coachable and want to learn, you know, a lot of times you get those players that have been around for a long time and they don't, they don't want to learn it. They know it all. And I, I prefer to have people that, truly want to learn the game of football because out of all the years I've been doing it, I'm still learning stuff. I, I mean, I call Mike all the time and like, what do you think about this and that? I didn't know you could do that. Or, you know, it's, there's yep. always something to learn, even if you've been in a game for a long time, you know? So there's, there's I just, I just want watching football on the weekends and I'll get a call from Bulldog and she'll say, I didn't know you could do this, you know, or you know, what's that, what's the deal with this? And, you know, we, and we'll sit there and talk it through and, you know, sometimes it makes us both do a little research to figure it out, but uh, it, it's fun to talk football that way. So. Yeah. You can't learn enough, so, I'll tell you that much. There's always improvement. <laughs> yeah, there's no doubt about it. As soon as you And as soon as you learn, you know, one way, you, you find out there's other ways you can do it. And, and uh, that's, a, that's the great thing about football is it's, a, it's an ever-evolving sport right now. Um, Absolutely. One of the things that I have had a couple uh, people reach out to me about regarding the tryout, and I just want to bring this up, is that there is no uh, contact as far as, um, you know, full-on hitting in these 
drills. Um, there might be incidental contact that you might feel, you know, in the same way that you would in a flag situation or something like that. But uh, we are not putting you in a position to where you would be unsafe, um, where somebody might try to knock you out with a, you know, with a football pad or something like that. That's not going to happen in our tryouts. Um, all the drills we have are, are non-contact by design uh, to keep everybody safe and, and everything going that way. The pads, the helmets, all that kind of stuff come later on down the road once we've taught you how to carry yourself with the pads and the helmets and how to, you know, make the contact properly so that you keep your body safe and keep everybody around you safe. Um, so if that was if that was on anybody's mind, I just wanted to make sure we covered that. The other the other thing is, is that um, in our tryouts, uh, you've you've heard it mentioned a couple times by these girls, but what we want to make sure you realize is that we're, we're absolutely looking for effort. There is, there is one thing that, um, that is common amongst all good women football players. And that is that they give it everything they have every time they step on the field. There's, there's not, if you're not doing that, putting yourself in an unsafe position, um, so we want to make sure that uh, when you get out there on the field that you're going to put in 100% every time you touch the field. If we look at you and you're having some kind of physical issue or anything like that, we will step back and, and let you, you know, take a rest so that you don't end up injuring yourself in this situation. You all have to go back to work on Monday. Um, well, at least I would assume most of you do. But uh, I just want to make sure everybody realizes that's the case. Uh, it looks like my wife has something she wants to say here. She just walked up. She's got a she's got an interesting look on her face. But... No, well, it's for you. Oh, okay. Hi, everyone. <laughs> my wife just walked I'm up. Hello, I'll see you in a couple days. <laughs> see you soon. It's going to be fun. Yeah, we're all getting excited for the tryouts. It's coming up real quick. Um, we have... A couple things we want to talk about as well, and I don't know how much um, Kristen and uh, Jacqueline, I don't know how much you've been keeping up with it, but we've been gathering a few new teams in the Women's Football Alliance over the last few days. And uh, I'm going to name off a few of them and just kind of throw these out there. That um, A couple of them will be teams that we'll get a chance to play against, uh, possibly. One of those is the Tulsa Threat. Um, which uh, my wife and I actually started that team as the Tulsa Eagles back in 2011 um, when we owned the Lone Star Mustangs, the Tulsa Threat, and the what's now called the Arkansas Wildcats. Um, they they have yeah. Now we're just doing one team. We're not we're not going to do the multiple team thing anymore. Um, but we started up the Tulsa threat and when we left uh, Bulldog made reference to it earlier that we left uh, all three teams and Bulldog actually took over ownership of the Lone Star Mustangs and and uh, the girls in Tulsa took over the Tulsa threat and uh, they moved leagues eventually and now they have come back to the WFA so we have a chance to possibly play them that's going to help travel situations in our area uh, another team that popped in like yesterday is the Ottawa Mudcats. They're in Ottawa, Kansas. Let's see here, we got today. Okay. We got the South Carolina Rock Hill Lady Raiders, and I'm really disappointed. Um, they took my uh, black and yellow colors that I've been trying to get you guys to. No. Take <laughs> what? Sorry, well, Coach. We know you're happy. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. We'll be all right. Uh, you know, I, I think the elite colors would look really good in black and yellow, but the you know, elite logo, but, you know, that's just me. Um, and then, I, yeah, I got – see, Lynn wouldn't even let me have the black and yellow for the for the Mustangs either. She said it looked too Steelerish, so she made me go with black and Vegas gold, you know. 
You can't have Pittsburgh Steeler colors in Dallas Metroplex. Yeah, yeah. That's a sacrilege, Coach. (laughs) (laughs) I look better in blue. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you look better in blue? Yeah, I got you. Yep. (laughs) All right. And then uh, the last team that we've got announced today – is the Capital City Savages, and they are in Lansing, Michigan. So we've added four teams in two days. That's a pretty good run. And from what I understand, there are a lot more teams to come. That is uh, that is looking pretty good for this year. Um, if we keep going at the rate we are right now, over the next couple of weeks, we could be looking at close to 70 teams in the WFA. Um, so yeah, makes that makes the travel to Atlanta um, less you know less likely to happen, and you know, or travel like the one to Atlanta. Uh, well, and 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 setting up more regional, more regional, you know, the kind of like with the NFL, the three, you know. You know, more teams in your region, then, you know, absolutely it helps with travel and, and schedule and so forth. Yeah. Yeah, and it, uh, and it makes for good rivalries, too. I mean, you know, um, I'm kind of glad to see uh, Tulsa get back in here. I'm thinking, you know, maybe it, it might not be this year, it might not be the next, but over a period of time might be able to develop a rivalry like, we, like we've had in the past with Austin and some of those teams, you know, in our area. So. Yeah. It'll it'll be a good time. Definitely. Uh, you know, one thing one thing that's unique about the WFA is the three tier system, um, and you know, a couple of these teams that we just mentioned are going in tier three, and a couple of them are going tier two. Um, so we haven't added any new tier one teams yet, but my understanding is there's some strong possibilities for one for ones in our area. So we'll be watching out for those. Um, That'd be real nice for the Matthew rating situation. Absolutely. Um, Bulldog will recall we actually went and played against the Tulsa Eagles back when uh, when they first started. Do you remember that little trip there, Bulldog? Yes, it was very memorable in different ways. Um, <laughs> I, I do believe it was their startup year. We beat them eighty-nine to nothing. Yeah. And yeah. by the, it was such good sportsmanship, though, second half. I mean, yep. if I remember right, we played that. Um, we ran the ball the f- whole first half so the clock would run, and then we threw the ball in the second half to work on our stuff, but the clock would keep running. And yep. we had switched our offense to defense completely. We had a whole yep. other quarterback and our defense to offense, and then we were also coaching the Tulsa team on the field. They were actually asking us different things on coaching and how to play yep. it on the field. Yep. So we had a it was very good sportsmanship and and uh after the game, I mean after getting beat eighty nine to nothing you'd think they'd hate you. But at the same time yep. it was it was really cool. Yeah, um, and at one point I remember I remember in that game when we started passing the ball, one of you know, somebody on the sideline said something to the effect of, you know, uh, you know, why are you guys passing the ball? You try to run the score up and what you got to understand is at that time we were very much a running team. If we ran the ball, we were going to run the score up. <laughs> if we passed the ball, yep. we were making it much more difficult on ourselves because we weren't much of a passing team at that point. Um, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, you're right. It was, it was definitely an interesting experience. Um, we were it was kind of a it was kind of an odd situation for Lynn and I being the owners of the team on both sides and the head coach of the the Mustangs and it was just it was just a weird experience but um but the one thing I wanted to bring up is the sportsmanship that was involved in that was outstanding I thought. Yes. So uh if we could get and more we of played that the, we we played Tulsa after you and Lynn left too. And even after y'all had left, they kept that sportsmanship. It was, it was very good. 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 
And, you know, I like to add to that, you know, in the time I've been with the organization, uh, there's only been one team, which will remain unmentioned, but that um, really supports sportsmanship. But overall, you know, sportsmanship is, is deep throughout the, um, throughout the league. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know. I'm I'm sure I know which one you're talking about, and uh, that was a that was an interesting game, no doubt about it. But uh, definitely. And if you hear some some noise in the back, well, we're going to keep it muted, but we're we're coming back out to the field to check on the score. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. If you you know if you two need to go to that, you know to that game to finish up, you can definitely do that. I understand, of course. All right, yeah, we're we're gonna sign off because you know we want to definitely make sure we get to see the rest of the kiddos play the remainder of the game. So we appreciate you having us on. Yeah, thank you, Coach. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you for coming on and and uh, tell Coach Anthony McIndory we said uh, go to play hard and work hard. Appreciate oh yeah, <laughs> we'll do. See you guys on Saturday. We'll right, see you Saturday. Bye bye. Good night. All right, we're down to Bulldog and I. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, um, for those who are listening, we uh, Bulldog and I talk football all the time. Um, yes. From when we shouldn't from be football. talking football. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> sometimes when we shouldn't be talking football, but um, both of our, you know, wives get a little angry at us sometimes when we're spending so much time on, on the sport of football. But that being said, uh, it's because we love the sport. And one thing that I'm going to say about, you know, the women's football and the reason that, that I've been a coach of it for off and on for several years now is that I truly enjoy having the girls learn the game of football and I really enjoy being able to bring them back as coaches later on in their, you know, when they get done playing and Bulldog can attest to that, that I'm looking for everybody I can as far as women come back and, and coach these uh, new players and, and get them up to speed on the game of football. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's it's interesting. If you look at our coach list right now, we have a couple young guys that are going to be helping us out. But other than that, we're we're uh, we're starting to stack up some female coaches on this team. I know we're both looking forward to having T. Kelly back with us. Um, yes, yes, yes. I, I enjoy was, coaching. Go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say I enjoyed. You know, when when y'all left and. We were we were left with the team. T. Kelly and I we we did a really good job of coaching together and enjoyed it. So I'm looking yeah. forward to that. Yeah, when you talk about coachable people, um, T. Kelly was probably one of the most coachable players I've had. Um, you know, I've had and I've had a bunch of good ones. Don't you know? Uh, there's been a bunch of good coachable players, but T. Kelly was a great one, and. Uh, you know, when you're a good coachable player like that, and you come back up and and uh, start coaching, it's usually a good uh, good match. Um, Absolutely. But, uh, she was a she was a really great center, and you know, offensive line in general. We look forward to having her help out on that, and then uh, Crusha coming back to help out on the O line as well. That'll be a good. That'll be a good help. She's been in the sport a long time, and uh, you know we're looking forward to having her help us with the team. Um, Duffy, who played with us last year, she's coming in to help with some of the strength conditioning, um, warm ups, and those types of things to begin with, and and will uh, likely help us out on some of the special team stuff. Uh, Eric will be helping us out, which happens to be my son. He'll be helping us out on. Um, both the offensive and defensive side of the ball. Um, he can kind of float to different positions. And then the same with uh, Jacqueline McAdory's nephew, which we just talked about a minute ago, and uh, Chase Jones will be joining us on the, on the group. 
we're still looking for a couple coaches to jump in there and help. The more the merrier when it comes to coaching women's football because we all have life events and everything else going on. Um, if I get enough coaching staff, uh, Bulldog and some of the other coaches will be helping me out lower my travel level a little bit. Yes. <laughs> Try to. That will be great. I'm trying to. Yeah, I'm trying to burn the wheels off this car, you know. <laughs> Just get you a smart but, car. Oh yeah, give me one of those little cardboard boxes to ride in. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah All the really. football pads, everything in there at once. It'll be interesting. Yeah, I can just use them for the seat, I guess. Pull the seats out and use that. Huh? Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. um, kind of getting to the end here. How much time we have left? About 10 minutes? Yeah. 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 About 10 minutes. All right. So. What time, Mike, are you expecting the ladies for the tryouts to be there? Like, what is a good time? Uh, prior to the tryout that they should be there to get prepared and get through all their paperwork and everything? That's a great question. I I would say, you know, if you can get there, aim to be there at about 1.30. Um, if you're there between 1.30 and 1.45, you'll probably be quite comfortable. And the only reason I say that 1.30 time is that uh, Prestonwood is kind of a big place, and when you map it out on the – um, on Google Maps or any of that stuff, it's going to pinpoint you to the campus, and you'll have to spend a little time finding the football field. Um, but, uh, you know, you don't want to be frantically trying to get there on time. I do like to see people get there on time. It does help quite a bit um, as far as being a part of the team going forward. There's nothing like uh, getting ready for game time and having somebody show up you know, 30 minutes late when you're expecting them to be there for a certain position or, or something like that. So we watch those kind of things when you come for the tryout. Um, so do try to be there 30 to 15 minutes early. Um, when you get there, all you've really got to do is uh, sign a waiver because um, for the most part, there might be a couple people that show up that have not filled up, but for the most part, everybody's registered online, uh, which is a great thing here. It'll just come on, sign a waiver, and get out on the field and get ready to go. Um, and bring a water bottle. Bring the you know those kind of things with you. Uh, we will have water on the site to refill water bottles. Um, we will have our own water bottles there as well. Uh, but I know sometimes people just feel a little more comfortable with their own so make sure and make sure and bring that type of stuff um it looks like got a message here it looks like next level radio will be at our tryout for interviews with the players coaches and potential players so we will have uh both before and after the tryouts um, we will be having some interviews done uh, there at the field. So you can also, if you get there a little bit early, you can also get involved in some of that. All right. Uh, yeah, that'll be that'll be pretty fun. And we will be putting uh, all the potential players and current players will be going through uh, plenty of stretching and everything. So you can always get there early and do your own stretching before um but we will be putting y'all through stretching and all that so we do get your muscles ready for this tryout not just throw you out there and yeah say here you go so we will be yep, yep. we will be preparing you for everything that you need at this tryout also yeah we do have a, a good set of warm-ups and stretch to get you through there and and uh make sure you're prepared um one coach that I left off the list a minute ago is Coach Gutierrez, which will be returning for coaching the defensive backs, and that'll be uh, that'll be a great help, good experience there over the last couple of years. Yes, it was. Uh, good guy to work with. One thing that you might want to think about as far as you know when you're coming to the tryouts, uh, just make sure that you have. Uh, 
a good a good pair of shoes, whether they're cleats or tennis shoes, they will work on the turf. But just make sure that you get some that get, are going to get good traction on a on a turf field. Um, I've seen a couple times where people come to tryouts wearing some kind of shoe with little or no tread, and they end up uh, slipping and sliding all around everywhere. Um, so just keep that in mind as well. If you fall, little dog, get up. Expect? Yep. Get up and keep going. Just get up and keep going. Don't waste any time. Just get off the ground and go. Hopefully you won't spend we've a lot of time on it. the ground. We've all done it. Yep, we've all done it. So yep. we understand. I can remember a couple of girls that kind of looked like they had two left feet in tryouts. <laughs> but a year later yeah. they were out playing on the field and, and doing a heck of a job for us too. Yeah. Something to keep in mind too if you're if you're coming to try out, most women have never played the game of football. You've watched it, yep. you've seen it, you know, you've always thought about it and you're sitting there questioning yourself, I don't know the game enough to play it. I know watching it, but we have all Americans in our league that play at the championship game. And I can promise you 95% of those girls have never played the game, but if you're willing to learn it, you can get to that same status they did. You know, they started from ground zero, just like everybody else. So if you're willing to learn it, we will teach it to you. And what, what we found is really interesting is that every sport that, we're going to find some girls that have played softball, basketball. Um, you know, one of our best athletes was in track. Um, you know, and I'm sure there were other ones as well, but uh, the one I'm talking about specifically, Ebony Jones, you know, we have uh, everything from, you know, volleyball players, soccer players. Um, another one of our best athletes was a soccer goalie, um, Alexis Strickland. Um, you know, so you just kind of, look around there they they had some type of sport that they could apply in the game of football we just have to find the right place for them there's going to be a few people right. that have not football at all or played any other sport at all um and to you i say kudos for coming out to play the game of football um and we will we will assess your athleticism, assess where you're at, and start teaching you where we feel you'll best fit in. Uh, so don't be afraid to come out there if you have not tried any sports in the past. Absolutely. we got about two minutes, Mike. The end of it. Um, do you have any last words you want to throw out there to everybody? or? No, uh, I'm just excited. I'm I'm ready to go. I'm ready to meet all these ladies that we've been talking to on uh, our chat. And uh, I'm ready to get the season started. I know it just finished, but it starts now, and we start building. So I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited as well. I, I know uh, we talked about right after the season was over, we started talking about taking a couple months off, but I think we took about two days off. And uh, I don't think we lasted that long, Mike. I'm not. I'm not so sure we did. I seem to remember a conversation <laughs> that night where we were having. Uh, I remember even T. Kelly was sitting there talking about getting ready for next season. Offensive linemen were in there yep. asking her what they could do to improve. <laughs> yep. So. Absolutely. So that's that's the way the sport is. It uh, it's very addicting, in a lot of ways. So. Good. We look forward to having everybody out there on Saturday. Um, I want to say thank you to Bulldog and Jacqueline McAdory and Kristen Field for getting on the show tonight. Uh, thanks, BJ, for setting this up for us on the JC Hot Sports Network. We greatly appreciate having the ability to uh, talk about the Dallas Elite and uh, keep everybody up to date on what's happening with our team. We look forward to talking to you after tryouts. we got about uh, – a little less than 48 hours till our tryout occurs and uh, we'll come back on in the next week or two and update everybody on how they went thank you everybody be elite be elite